Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Save News TV. This is what's going on in Israel. We have, of course, Callie Mitchell, our Save News International Correspondent in Jerusalem, Israel. How are you doing today, Callie? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> yes, everybody, you know, stream, the, the streaming service is having issues. I was in the um found with them this morning they have been having issues for days and um it is what it is and I, i'm saying are they having issues or are they trying to silence us <laughs> <laughs> you know you you know i i you know we be covering some very Controversial topics sometimes, Callie, and um, they're just—they don't like it. They, you know, do what they have to do to get, you know, to shut us down. But hey, yeah. not going to work because you can go to where Roku TV, and you can go to Amazon on Fire TV, and you can look up Saved News TV. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, and you can see us there. Well, Callie. Um, you were sharing a wonderful, beautiful testimony with me this morning. Could you share with the with our viewing audience? I'm like, go, Lord, go. Yes, you sure do it. Right, just about the power of prayer. Um, so we have a lot of prayer initiatives going on in Israel for the entire situation that we've been in, just the totalitarianism and the tyranny and um, the government control and the you know thing that you stick in your arm. Um, we, you know, we've been praying about, particularly about the children getting this because their risk for COVID is so low. So literally any risk that you take on with the thing in the arm is going to be higher than the risk than from, um, COVID. And the FDA even said as much, they said that they didn't know what the risk of, um, the study wasn't large enough to know what the risk of myocarditis was. And they said that we're not even going to know how safe this is until we start using it. And y'all, as a mom, no, just no to that. <laughs> no, we're not going to find out how safe any medical procedure is on my children. Just no. Um, so anyway, um, we've been really praying. And one of the prayers that we lifted up before the Lord was that if um, we just asked the Lord to not let the thing enter the country. It just would not make it to the country. And we prayed just that the Lord would do all sorts of divine interventions to not let it come in. So it was supposed to have arrived um, Tuesday a week ago. And Wednesday mm -hmm. morning, the news was reporting that they did not arrive. And the article said, for unknown reasons. <laughs> So uh, the Lord heard us. <laughs> the Lord heard the praying community here in Jerusalem. Um, and, and then um, apparently they ended up arriving on Saturday. So we met again. Which is the Sabbath. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We met again and we just prayed, you know, our, this praying community that I'm part of. We prayed and we asked that the Lord would again intervene and that the rabbis would make a statement that it was unusable because it arrived on Shabbat. That was our literal exact prayer. Later that same day, <laughs> here comes a statement from the rabbi saying that one million of those things that arrived on Shabbat could not be used because they desecrated the Shabbat. They arrived on the Shabbat. 
so they could not be, be used. <laughs> look at God, look at God. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Praise the Lord for hearing us. His word says the prayers of the righteous avail with much. And we were praying as moms who were just very concerned about this. And, um, you know, we all have to stand before the Lord on behalf of the decisions we make for our children. And I know there I have friends who've made a different decision than me and I have no I'm not judging them. But I just know the research that I have done. No. <laughs> we're not going to find out if this is safe for my children or not. We're just not. And um, no, just no to that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. I'm just, I just thank God for that. Callie, yeah. hold on. I mean, I, I'm going to need to address a couple of comments in this in the chat right quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I need to address them. OK, let me okay. let me handle this. OK. <laughs> inspired by nature first um thank you so much for your comment thank you for viewing um the video we just appreciate you coming in we want to uh i want to address this comment and your second comment first of all we broke down who palestinians are there is no palestinians if you need to go back and rewatch the video and understand the history, not just the biblical history, but also the history of, of, of the world, world history. So while I appreciate your comment, um, you are totally inaccurate. And again, like I stated, go back and rewatch the video. We would appreciate it so much. And also, um, if do you live in Israel? when you state how black people are treated there? Do you live there or are you um, pulling information from somewhere else? I would like you to chat here. Now, secondly, addressing this comment right here. Um, Cali, Save News have been in business, business for nine years. Cali has been with me faithfully for eight of those nine years, through thick, through thin, through um, ups, through downs. She has never wavered. She has been faithful. And there is nothing, I mean, there's very few, except for, you know, doing something illegal that Callie <laughs> would ask me to do um, that I would not do for her. So her laughter is not disingenuous. I have been knowing her for eight years. And I mean, on a regular basis, this is not somebody I picked up off Facebook, off the street or whatever. When we started out as a newspaper, she has she started writing for us. She has written for us every year, every month for eight years, only missing one time. So please, she is she is in she is genuine. And I know this. So while we like, again, while we respect everyone's comments, we will not um, censor anyone. But I want to make it very clear. I know exactly who Callie is and I have eight years of history with her. So um, you <laughs> asked me to ask her, ask her what? OK, well, well, I skipped the. Um, thank you right here for um, for 
saying that, you know, trying to be cautious of me because, see, I don't know you, but I know her. And I've known her again, like I stated, for eight years. And she is most <laughs> definitely my friend. And um, I do appreciate this. Listen, right. you know, okay. I'm actually really shy. Callie, Callie excuse me. Callie, okay. let, me, let me handle this, please. Oh, sorry. Okay. I, I appreciate, you know, because uh, I need to handle, I need to handle this. Because, okay. see, a lot of times, um, yes, I know that we know that the U.S. gives Israel millions of dollars. And, and we did a, um, we did a um, video on that. And we're very happy that they do that. Thank you, United States of America, for doing that, for supporting Israel. Okay. So if you go in our playlist, we suggest you go in our playlist and watch all our videos. Um, you will see video where we address some of the money that the United States have given. Um, and we appreciate, again, <laughs> you tuning in and uh, everything. And the reason why I wanted to address this is because, um, no, Cal, like, again, you can eye roll and everything like this. The reason why I wanted to address this is because Takeda, I don't know what your nationality is, if you're black, white, Hispanic, Jewish, I don't know. But again, like I stated, I have known Callie for eight years. She has been nothing but consistent. And the reason why I address this is because I am black. Mm -hmm. And I don't want Callie to address this. So while we appreciate, thank you so much, your wonderful watching us, Callie, is the most consistent, faithful person that we have had with Save News. So now that, um, well, let me find the comment so I can take it down. Okay. Yeah. Well, you keep keep chatting uh, in the chat, but again, we are definitely going to uh, love on our Cali. <laughs> and continue to love on our Cali. And um, huh? I love you all, Az. I love. I mean, I love you, Az. I'm. I just feel like it's a honor. I love you too, Cali. I love you too. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Rachel is Hi, speaking Rachel. to us, Cali. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, yes, I, really, yes. okay, I just wanted to say about the disingenuous laugh. Listen, I was a, a painfully shy child. I'm an introvert. I don't know that I'm necessarily shy anymore, but I'm still an introvert. And sometimes I have a nervous laugh. But it's not. Callie, Callie, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, sweetie. Don't, don't, sweetie. Don't, <laughs> don't try to explain. Don't try to explain. Oh, to I apologize. I was trying to, I thought I had pulled up inspired by nature's comment. And, um, I, you know, Takeda, please, I apologize. I know that, that you agreeing with how wonderful Callie is. It's inspired by 
um, nature, inspired by nature um, comments. So again, like I stated, uh, we thank you so much um, for joining us, inspired by nature. I don't worry, inspired by nature. I'm not going to block you. You this the, and this is why I'm not going to block you is because we want everybody's opinion. You know, we respect it. But one thing that we are um, not going to do is disrespect the panel. We're not going to do that. And like I stated, Callie has been here for eight years with Save News. And honey, uh, there's, 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 except for something illegal or something that goes against God, uh, there's nothing Callie or her, her husband or her children could ask of me that I will not give or do for them. All right. Okay. So with that said, and me handle that, um, like I said, I'll be praying for inspired. (laughs) Yes. We're going to pray for you. Um, Also, um, like I said, StreamYard is acting crazy. And so Callie is going to pull out and do the entire message today. And I'm going to be in the background and inspired. I hope you enjoy this message. Okay. Callie, take it away, baby. Okay. So we're going to continue on with our teaching through um, Psalm 83. So uh, last week we... I read through the whole psalm. I'm not going to read through it today because I have other passages that are kind of text heavy that I'm going to read read through for you all. Um, but we've been talking about Psalm 83, and there's some there's some Bible prophecy scholars that believe that this psalm is prophesying a war that has not yet happened. There's some people who believe that it did happen and it was fulfilled in Second Chronicles 20. Um, The criticism of that view is that that passage only lists three people groups that are listed in the psalm. There's some people who believe that it was fulfilled with either the war for independence here in Israel or the six day war. Um, And a mentor that that my husband and I sat under, Eliyahu Ben-Hayim, who is the chairman of Intercessors for Israel. He's the first person who brought this psalm to my attention. And he had a sensibility about it that it was kind of in the process of being fulfilled and it might not be fulfilled with like one war, but um, the series of different wars and conflicts we were having with Gaza um, were um, the like ongoing fulfillment of this particular psalm. So the psalm basically goes through and it it says that um, there are going to be there's going to be a conspiracy of nations that come against Israel. And the word says that these nations are enemies of Israel, but also enemies of God. And it lists them. So we're going to go through, I'm just going to name all of them. There's 10 of them. There's uh, Edom, the Ishmaelites, Moab, Hagrites, Gabal, Ammon, Amalek, Philistia, Tyre, and Asher. Let me just change something real quick. Okay, um, so that's all 10 of them. And so far we have covered Edom, the Ishmaelites, and today we're doing Moab. So we learned the first lesson. I did them slightly out of order because we had started with the Palestinians a while back and uh, we felt like we needed to continue um, the next lesson or the first teaching of this series on the Palestinians. And so they are the Ishmaelites. That's the primary people group that they descend from. 
And the Ishmaelites are the Arabian people, the Arab people today. They're from, they primarily settled in Saudi Arabia. So they're primarily Arab people and they, they spread throughout the whole Middle East, but that's primarily where they're from. And then last week we did the Edomites and they descended from Esau um, and they primarily settled in the, in um, the Southern part of Jordan near the South of the Dead Sea, near the Red Sea. And um, they had this huge association with the color red. Edom comes from the Hebrew word Adom, which means red. Um, and, you know, there was red stew that, that Esau ate. He was red when he was born. And the area that they settled in has red sandstone. So that was something that was prominent about them. Um, and so today we will continue on with Moab. So let's just look and see who, who the Moabites are. Okay, so um, just some intro, like introductory points about who they are. The Moabites are the descendants of Lot's son, Moab. Um, and of course, Lot was Abraham's nephew. So we're keeping it all in the family here. So far, every people group that we've mentioned has been within this family of Abraham in some way. Um the people of Moab, the Moabites, they settled in the area just east of the Dead Sea. So they settled in Jordan, what's present day Jordan, and just east of the Dead Sea. So when you're, if you've ever been to the Dead Sea, you know that you see Jordan. It's right on the other side of the sea. So um, that's exactly where they settled. So there's no known Moabite civilization today. Um, most of the people probably eventually like intermarried with other, with the probably like the Edomites and um, the Arab people, the Ishmaelites. And so they've probably mixed in, but there's no actual Moabite civilization today. Um, okay. So I, one thing that I thought was really interesting about this as I was looking through was just the dynamics of the family tree. So I'd like to go over the family tree and really kind of, understand what what's happening um, I am just going to pray real quick because I like to pray before we, we read the word of God so um, Lord I thank you so much for the opportunity to open your word I thank you Lord for the opportunity to study your word and to know to know your word better and to know you better through your word Lord I ask that you would bless this teaching I ask that it would be clear and easy to follow and understand. I ask, Lord, that it would really enrich the listeners in the way that it's been enriching me, even more so, um, that it would just be something that blesses and strengthens them and helps the bigger picture of how your word works and also how you're fulfilling your word today to come together. And we just thank you for this and um, just commit it to you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay, so... I think we should start out in Genesis 11. If you could just go there, um, turn to Genesis 11 if you have your Bible. And I do encourage you to watch our show with your Bible because that is your sword. Nachon. Okay, that's a Hebrew word that I will teach you today. Nachon. It means right. So a lot of times when, you, when we're speaking in Hebrew, which mine isn't great, but I'm learning. I'm trying to get better. You say, you know, you know, like, the Bible's your sword, right? You know, you'd be like, the Bible's your sword, Nahum, right? Okay, so there's a Hebrew word for you. Okay. Um, all right, so again, as I was saying just a little bit ago, 
all of these peoples that we're talking about so far are from the same family. All right. So if you think you have dysfunction in your family, this is a dysfunctional family because <laughs> these are people that God has called um, enemies of him and enemies of Israel. Um, but there's also so many amazing, good redemptive stories that come out of this. So we can be encouraged by that. And we'll get to one of them at the end of this teaching. All right. So we're going to just start out with Abraham because that's where everything sort of begins. Um, Abraham, we need to go back just a little bit so we know where he came from, though. All right. So Abraham descended from the line of Shem. So you have Noah and Noah had three sons, Ham, Japheth and Shem. All right. So Abraham comes from the line of line of Shem. And then several generations later, and this is found in um, Genesis 11. So if you want to read through it in more detail, you can see how many generations happened. Um, but at the end of this passage in Genesis 11, we learn that there is a descendant named Terah. And Terah is the father of Abraham. He had three sons. He had Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. Three sons. Um, and that's found in verse 10 of Genesis 11. Okay? So, um, Abraham, his calling shows up in Genesis 12. And I just would like to read his calling to you. This is Genesis 12, 1 through 4. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in all the families of the earth, you shall be, oh, oh sorry, pardon me, I read that wrong. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham went as the Lord told him, and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old, and he departed from Haran. And Abraham took his wife Sarah, and Lot, his brother, son, and all their possessions, and all that they had gathered and the people that they had acquired in Haran and set out to go to the land of Canaan. So I read through five. I'm sorry about that. Um, okay, so Haran was somewhere near the Euphrates River, from what I understand from my research. So he left that area near the Euphrates River, and he went all the way into what is present modern-day Israel today, um, which was called the land of Canaan at that time. And his nephew Lot came with him. Okay, and so we know that from Abraham, we had we had Isaac and Ishmael. And so the blessing split off there because the promise to the Jewish people is the promise of the land of the land covenant to the Jewish people is through Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. So we have Abraham and then we have Isaac and Ishmael splits off and he forms the Ishmaelites. And then we have Jacob, who's a descendant of Isaac, and he and he also had Esau and they split off. So Esau, of course, forms the Edomites. Okay. So then on, in terms of um, the bigger picture of the family tree from, from Terah, Abraham's father, Abraham's brother, Nahor, he has a son named Lot. And this Lot is Abraham's nephew. And he goes with Abraham um, to the land of Canaan. Um, okay, so let's just look at Genesis 13 real quick. Okay, Genesis 13, 8 through 13. I'm going to read this to you. 
All right, so this is about Abraham and Lot's relationship. It got a little bit tense, all right? So Abraham said to Lot, let there be no strife between you and me and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are kinsmen. It is not the whole land is not the whole land before you. Separate yourself from me. If you take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if you take the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw that the Jordan Valley was well watered everywhere, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, in the direction of Zoar. This was before this was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself the Jordan Valley, and Lot journeyed east. Thus they separated from each other. Abraham settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled among the cities in the valleys among the cities of the valley, and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were wicked, great sinners against the Lord. Okay, so Lot here, he chose the more beautiful land in the valley, which um, was near the um, what we believe to be the Red Sea. I mean, sorry, the Dead Sea, different sea, the Dead Sea today. Um, and there are some, some scholars and some archaeologists and Bible, you know, Bible researchers who believe that um, Sodom and Gomorrah actually was exactly located on the Dead Sea, and that's why it's salt today, just as Lot's wife turned to salt. Um, the whole of Sodom and Gomorrah turned, turned to salt, and that's why the sea is so salty. So apparently, according to the word of God here, that whole area, which is a desert today, um, it's one of the lowest places on earth. So it's desert today, and but during the time of Abraham's life, in ancient times, it was a garden. It was like the Garden of Eden. It was it was like Egypt. It was green. It was lush. It was fertile. So something happened to change that. And um, of course, we do know that that the Lord um, asked. He rescued Lot from Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, but as they were leaving, uh, Genesis, where is it? Genesis nineteen twenty six tells us that his wife turned back and looked. And she became a salt pillar. And there's a site in that area where there's a, a pillar of salt that looks like it could be a woman that people, tourists go see. So if you come, if you're able to come to Israel in the future, and I, I really pray that you are, you all will be able to come. I pray that our borders will, op will open again such that you can all come. <laughs> I really would like for you guys to come. Um, but that's a site that you can go see when you're in that area and you go visit. Um, it's very interesting. So I actually haven't seen it in real life. I want to, but we just haven't made it there. Um, but it's fascinating to me that it's there. Okay, so then the next generation, what ends up happening to form Moab? Um, okay, let's just go turn in your Bibles to Genesis 19.30. Let's see, Genesis 19.30. I have it here. All right, so... Uh, Y'all, the Bible is so complex. Okay. Um, what ended up happening is that Lot, um, Lot's daughters had an incestuous relationship with their father in order to produce offspring. And so this is where the Moabites come from and also the Ammonites. So let's just read this passage real quick. It begins with verse 30. All right. Now Lot went up out of Zoar and lived in the hills with his two daughters for he was afraid to live in Zoar, so he lived in a cave with his two daughters. And the firstborn said to the younger, 
Our father is old, and there is not a man on earth to come into us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve offspring from our father. So they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. He did not know when she lay down or when she arose. The next day, the firstborn said to the younger, Behold, I lay last night with my father. Let us make him drink wine tonight. Let us make him drink wine tonight also. Then you go in and lie with him that we may preserve offspring from our father. So they made their father drink wine that night also. And the younger arose and lay with him. And he did not know when she lay down or when she rose. Thus both the daughters of Lot became pregnant by their father. The firstborn bore a son and called him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. The younger also bore a son and called his name Ben-Ami. He is the father of the Ammonites to this day. And the Ammonites are also in um, Psalm 83. So we will study two other people groups and then we will get to the Ammonites. But that's also their origin was this incestuous relationship. So that is where they come from. Okay, so there are some other points about um, the Moabites that I think were important to reference. Um, this is a really complex passage, so I'm not going to go into depth, but if you're familiar with the story of Balak and Balaam from Numbers 22, uh, Balak was the king of Moab. So he was the king ruling at the time that Israel crossed over the Red Sea um, to make their exodus from Egypt and enter into the promised land. And he heard about the greatness of their numbers and um, he was very alarmed. And so him and another Midianite hired. Um, yeah. So the Midianites are separate people, but he hired him and a Midianite worked together to hire Balaam to come in and pronounce a curse on the nation of Israel. But the Lord and his grace and his mercy. Um, here's another Hebrew word for you. Chesed. That means like grace and mercy, loving kindness. Um, so say it with me. Chesed. <laughs> it's a good word. Um, there's a lot of little girls here named Chesed. So the Lord and his Chesed and his grace, he would not allow, um, he would not allow, uh, Balaam to pronounce a curse on the nation of Israel. And he said, instead he turned it for their good. Um, so that's one story where the Moabs become an important people in, in the course of history for Israel. Um, also, I wanted to point out to you Deuteronomy 23. We're going to read this real quick. So go, you could go to Deuteronomy 23. Let's see. I've got it marked. I had it marked. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. I, see, I actually like to read from my Bible to you all. Um, I know it would probably be easier to just type out scripture, but I just feel that there's something so powerful about actually reading from the word, like from the word itself. So I always mark things in my Bible, my, my pink Bible. Okay, um, so Deuteronomy 23, let's see, verses 3 through 6. All right, this is what the Lord says about the assembly. 
He says, No Ammonite or Moabite may enter the assembly of the Lord. Even to the tenth generation, none of them may enter the assembly of the Lord forever, because they did not meet you with bread and with water on the way when you came out of Egypt, and because they hired against you Balaam, the son of Beor, from Pethor of Mesopotamia, to curse you. But the Lord your God would not listen to Balaam. Instead, the Lord your God turned the curse into a blessing for you, because the Lord your God loved you. You shall not seek their peace or their prosperity all, all your days forever. Um, and I wanted to point out, too, that if you read the next verse, and if you listened to our teaching from last week when we taught on um, the Edomites, I pointed out that De Deuteronomy 23.7 said that you shall not abhor um, the, the Edomites because they are your brothers. So here we have in the passage just before that, we have the Lord saying about the Ammonites and the Moabites that they're not to enter the the assembly of the Lord um, because of their sin against Israel. Um, so I thought that was important to point out about who they are. And then also, if you turn now to uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 48. Okay, Jeremiah 48, this entire chapter is a judgment on Moab, on the people of Moab. Um, so the Moabites were um, polytheistic, but the primary god that they worshipped was named Chemosh. Hope I said that right. Chemosh. Um, so that was the main god that they worship. And this passage, one of the things that it does is it calls out the false god that they worshipped. And it says in verse 13 that they would be ashamed of Chemosh, their, their false god, their idol that they worshipped. Um, it also tells us, if you look in um, 29 through 30, I'm going to read that to you. 29 through 30, it says, We have heard of the pride of Moab. He is very proud of his loftiness, his pride, and his arrogance, and haughtiness in his heart. I know his insolence, declares the Lord. His boasts are false, and his deeds are false. Um, so the character of the Moabite people and possibly Moab, it looks almost like they're speaking directly about Moab, the son of Lot here, that his character was prideful. Um, and pride is one of the greatest sins that we can have, because if we're prideful, then we don't, we can't humble ourselves to receive the Lord's forgiveness. We can't repent if we're, we're prideful. If you're, if you're a prideful person, you're basically, you're basically at risk of dying in your sin because it takes humility to repent. And so we know that the Moabites were a proud people. They were not willing to repent. Um, so we see that here in scripture about their character. And then also verse 42, um, it says, Moab shall be destroyed and no longer a people because he magnified himself against the Lord. So this was their ultimate downfall was that they had prideful hearts. They had pride in their hearts. And they magnified themselves against the Lord. And so because of that, they ceased to be a nation. That was the consequence for their sin. But at the end of that chapter, the very last verse, something, something happens that's interesting. The Lord says, yet I will restore the fortunes of Moab in the, in the latter days, declares the Lord. Thus far is the judgment on Moab. So 
it says that in the latter days, which is the end of the age, which I think is the times that we're living in right now, it says that he would restore the fortunes of Moab. Okay, so um, there is one way that we do see the Lord at work through the people of Moab in a way that's very redemptive, and that's through Ruth. So let's just go to Ruth real quick. Everyone can turn to Ruth. All right, so Ruth, she was a Moabite. All right, I want to read to you. Let me open my notes again, change my notes. All right, we're going to read verse, um, Ruth 1, verse 1, okay? In the days when the, jo when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land, and a man of Bethlehem in Judah went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. So we know that this family from Israel left Israel because of a famine and went to Moab. Um, so they went into this land of idolatry and um, a land where the Lord was not exalted, a, a land of paganism and polytheism and false gods. They left their home and this is where they went. And then, um, and then they married, their sons both married Moabite women, Ruth and um, Orpah. Okay, so the sons die, the husband and all the sons die, if you're familiar with the story, and it leaves Naomi a widow and she has nothing. And she says she's going to change her name to Mara, which means bitter. And she is really broken over this. And so she tells the girls that they are free to go back to their families. So Orpah decides to go back to her family, but Ruth decides to stay with Naomi. And here we have one of the most beautiful commitments of friendship in the entire word of God. If you look at verse 16, Ruth says, um, I'll just read it as it is. It says, but Ruth said, do not urge me to leave you or return from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. So Ruth here, she's not only making a commitment to Naomi, but she's making a commitment to Naomi's God, to the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So she, at some point in the course of her relationship with her mother-in-law, um, she fell in love, not only with her mother-in-law and her family, but but also with Naomi's God, with, with Elohim, with Adonai, with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. She fell in love with him and was willing to leave behind um, her pagan practices and her false gods in order to worship the one true God. And the Lord really blessed her for that. You know the story. She ended up, they ended up going back to Israel. They found their kinsman redeemer in Boaz. And um, he found her character to be really high and he married her and she conceived a child. Um, let's read 4, 13 through 17. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. And he went into her, and the Lord gave her conception, and, and she bore a son. Then the woman said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, who has not left you this day without a Redeemer, and may his name be renowned in Israel. He shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you, who is more to you than seven sons, has given birth to him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her lap and, he, and became his nurse. And the woman 
of the neighborhood gave a name saying, a son has been born to Naomi and they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. And then of course we know from Matthew, or yeah, Matthew 1, 5, that Ruth is in the lineage of Yeshua. Um, it says there, Boaz, the father of Obed by Ruth in that lineage there in Matthew. So even though the Moabites are considered enemies of God in Psalm 83, um, even though their king hired someone to pronounce a curse on the people and he wasn't willing to welcome them in as they crossed through the promised land, even though the Lord spoke that they would cease to be a people because of their pride, um, he was speaking to them as a nation and there was still room for the individuals within that nation to be repentant and to come before the Lord. And that exactly, that is exactly what Ruth did. And now she is remembered as being in the lineage of the Messiah, which is just a beautiful way of redeeming this entire story. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Callie, that was awesome. That was an awesome teaching. I really appreciate it. Yeah. It and I'm just is, curious what, what else you have. Because last week I was just kind of blown away by some of the thoughts you had about the color red and <laughs> the kings and the princes and everything. But, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. My, I love the way you um, brought it in back from Psalms 83 from mm -hmm. the enemy of God, yet and still they are in the lineage of Yeshua. And it is amazing. It, it, it's, it tells the story of redemption, of how God will redeem you or redeem a, you know, as a forgiveness and kindness, even though they did things, you know, as far as being against the word of God, worshiping other gods, that they came back and still into the line of Christ. So anyone, everyone can be redeemed. Um, and that's the thing. So if you don't know Christ, if you don't know the Christ, if you don't know Yeshua as your Lord and personal savior, um, now is the time for you to get to know him. Just accept him in your heart. Ask him to forgive your sins. Accept him in your heart and believe that he is the Christ, the son of God, and you shall be saved. And also, remember, God is buried to the backslider. Mm -hmm. And so if you are not in Christ, you've stepped away, you can always come back because he's always married to you. Praise God to praise the Lord. But I love the I love the um references that you gave today. And I think I you know it's amazing it's the birth canal. It was through the redemption. Right. Right. Just like the birth of Christ through the canal. And it was Ruth at that point that the you know the redemption began so we think about being born again and salvation and that is the way to to salvation is being born again in your heart and believe in christ yes yes, and, yes. And their entire foundation came from 
going outside of God's will, you know, like this incestuous relationship that the girls had with their father was clearly, yes. outside of God. you know, clearly exactly. Outside. You know, they were and, and the people were con the people who started these nations, this nation and the Ammonites, they were conceived in a sinful way. Yet look what God did. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, and it, all... it, it parallels the story of Christ. Yeah. Of the Christ, you know, mm -hmm. that there is redemption, mm -hmm. you know, so it's it's very exciting, very exciting. And I am just so pleased that the Lord is a type and shadow and that mm -hmm. the Lord will show you throughout his word that he's consistent and show even, you know, it's a type and shadow from Adam and Eve um the sin nature the sin man nature then moving forward then the enemies of god because he was god was very clear when he was saying things like don't sleep with your mom and daddy you know you know that's a sin don't do that you know yeah. that's incest so then um you move forward and see the types and shadows throughout the Bible until the you know Yeshua is is born and he is here. He uh, died and rose and rose on the third day, and he is sitting at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. I am just so happy, and you know that we have an intercessor that intercedes for us daily, mm -hmm. hourly, minute by minute. And is there to forgive us. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And again, everybody, you know, I um just want to thank everyone. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, share the video and everything. And one thing, you know, one thing I guess I didn't, um, I haven't done this because there was never a need to do this uh, as far as our housekeeping is concerned. So let me do some housekeeping again today on this video. We believe that you can, we can have differences of opinions and it's a beautiful thing because we, no one knows everything and we can all learn from each other. But the key is that it has to be done respectfully. At no point in time will it ever be, will we ever allow disrespecting of the panel. Now, today, I, you know, <laughs> we, we had someone come in and they're still in here. And it's okay for you to have a difference of opinion and you um, sharing scripture or your um revelation that God has given you according to the word of God and your understanding of what's happening in the world. But again, uh, as long as you are not disrespectful to the panel, you are allowed to speak. Now I'm going to leave this up here today only because inspired by nature, I'm going to use you as an example. Okay. I'm going to use you as an example. When you write um, or say something that is not disrespectful, it's welcome. But no, at no time, whether it's Callie or any other guest that we have on this show, 
uh, we will allow that. I'm not deleting any comments. I'm going to leave it up here because I'm making you an example today. Now, since you, you know, some of the points you've made might be very well valid, but see what, when you attack people personally, uh, it causes people to shut all the way down. You know, so anything you say, whether it's legitimate or not, we don't want to hear it because of the way you introduce yourself. So then if you come back on another video, and you um, want to have conversation that is respectful, and you say, well, I would like this question asked or whatever, uh, how is this addressed? Because we're, we're doing um, Moabites today, and we'll be doing another one teaching tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah, I gotta teach sometime. <laughs> next week, but, yeah, next week. Um, you know, we, you know, we will not have any disrespecting of the panel. So I am just, you know, I'm cleaning that up. And like I said, I'm not removing any comments. I appreciate everybody for coming in. Don't you appreciate people coming to Cal? Yeah, especially when it's my friends too. I'm like, oh, hey, my friends are stopping by. <laughs> yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. You yes. aren't my friends in real life too, but of course, like I'm really excited about you all too. But when my friends stop in, I'm like, oh, I know you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I appreciate it. We appreciate. We appreciate everybody. And as um, like I stated before, uh, we want to make sure. It, um, and Callie have to remind. She reminds me every time. Um, to say we are continuously praying for all of you. Yes. Thank you for your prayer requests and everything. Uh, we have seen praise reports again since um, we've received praise reports. But again, since your prayer requests are confidential, we do not share them. And so we will not, neither will we share the praise reports. But thank you for letting us know we want, we need, it encourages us when we get praise reports, when we've been praying for you. So um, you can inbox us or you can send us a an email, prayforme at savenews.com and we will keep you on our prayer list and prayers. And if you are a prayer warrior or intercessor and you want to join our team of prayer, you know, praying for other people, please send me an email or inbox me. We would love to add more people to the prayer team because there's powers in numbers. And the word says one shall, um, a thousand should flee with one and 10,000 with two. So the more we have, the more demonic forces we can make flee from the face of this earth. Okay. So again, um, make sure also we want you to um, like, share, and subscribe. Visit our our uh, YouTube. We're on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. Visit our Roku and us on Roku and Save News TV. Also on Amazon Fires TV. And we just thank God that it's beautiful how God has just increased our territory. We give him all the praise, the glory, and the honor. And also, if you just if you're a podcast person, you can go to any major um, streaming platform and download our podcast, just save news. But except for um Apple, and we're working on that um, as we, well, we'll work with time has not permitted me to finish working on that. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
got I got so much stuff to do. I got so much stuff to do. But anyway, uh, Callie, do you have uh, anything else? Um, I think that's about it from here. But I just about our prayer list. I do want to say that I do pray for the people on the list, and there's something about that process that um, really um, gives me a bigger heart for the body of Messiah. Um, just hearing your hearts, it's it, it's really um, it's it's humbling that you all would trust us with the things on your heart and Amen. the needs of your family and. I personally do take it very seriously. Yes. So I do hope you'll be encouraged to know that you do have prayers and you're being lifted up from Zion. <laughs> amen. Amen. I mean, sometimes God wake me up. Uh, it was so funny. The other day, somebody that's on the list named the Lord woke me up at two o'clock in the morning. I was asleep. I mean, I was in the rainbow. So about, and it was like the Lord, boom. And I woke up with their name. I called out their name and I, you know, the Lord had me praying for them all morning. So we do pray. Uh, and I know that the other members of our prayer team have had similar uh, experiences as far as, you know, they've been like you pray, take it very seriously and pray for the people. And we, you know, sometimes we would never know um, the impact of the prayer list until we get to glory. We do not know the salvations that have come through um, this network uh, until we get to glory. But we just want to thank God because it's a very, for God to entrust his people to us is very serious right. and it's an honor and we don't want to in any way abuse that or um, hurt his people because God does not play about his people. So we want to be very delicate, very gentle with his people. And we do um, everything we can to uh, honor the Lord and thanking him for that opportunity. Yes. <laughs> well, we're going to say Shabbat Shalom. We have a couple of things on the tail end of this for you all to look at. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Shabbat Shalom. Yeah, Shabbat Shalom. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Tune in to Save News TV on Roku to watch these editions and more. Apostle Sevilla Purcell. Well, hello, welcome. I'm Dr. Sevilla Purcell, and I'm so excited to be here with you today with a new you. Yes, in the midst of COVID, in the midst of pain, in the midst of situations that seem so hard that there seems that there is no solution, but in the midst of everything that you have, I came to bring you a message. There's a new you. There's a new you coming, amen? Evangelist No Man Jenny.
Mr. J. Mac Taylor. And when he went there, he looked at her and he did something outlandish. He said, he spoke to her, first of all. She said, if he knew who he was talking to, sir, he would be talking to me, asking me for that water. And he said, if you knew who you were talking to. If you knew who you were talking to, you would understand that I have living water. Amen. Walk. Water gives life, but the living water, come on somebody, the living water gives you eternal life. Water that you will never thirst for again. Hallelujah. Because it's, it's in the supply. And Apostle Carmina Cox. That your dreams are not tied up in your boo. Your boo thing, your bae, your spouse, your, ba your, your uh, wifey, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'm good, Tiff. Um, I am. I'm real good. Um, but we need to um, herald this message. Make sure you like and share. Um, because we need to tell everybody in the spirit of transparency that our dreams and our visions, our goals, our ambitions are not tied up in our relationships with another person. These and much more on Save News TV on Roku.